I'm Hope Anderson, and this is SEO in 2023 Additional Insights. Hope, what's your additional insight for SEO in 2023? Um, So my additional insight is don't forget about the bigger picture. And what I mean by this is I see a lot of SEO strategies and SEOs getting bogged down by focusing as a site as individual pages. So panicking about individual ranking fluctuations and how we can use quick win strategies to optimize individual pages, but actually forgetting that our site is a whole entity and there's lots of elements that make up that site. It's not just about how individual pages what they actually look like on the page. It's about how they work together. And it's not to say that these elements about individual page quality don't play a part in your strategy, but in terms of ranking and particularly creating bigger picture, long-term SEO strategies, I think that stretches far beyond individual pages and you have to treat your site as that entity um, and that whole piece of the cake really, rather than individual quadrants, I would say. Quadrants, um, that's so a good word. Quadrants, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, 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 I mean, what, what does that mean in terms of metrics? Um, and for instance, you'll obviously look at traffic coming into your site, yeah. but um, if a traffic, uh, if traffic measurements for an individual page, if quantity of traffic for an individual page goes down, that's not an issue as long as if traffic for the overall site doesn't go down. I think it's obviously if it's a key page, it could be an issue, but I think the idea here is there are other wider metrics that could be affecting your site. For example, has that site got enough backlinks? Has it got enough authority? And has that individual page been linked to enough? Is your internal linking structure fostering the success of that page? For example, you could have valuable content on your site that was once ranking well and has started to go down. Now, the key is that's not necessarily because there's individual things wrong about that page. Possibly the navigation of your site's changed. So it's moved down, down in the hierarchy of your site. So maybe take a look at your internal linking structure and think, how can we now prioritize this page if we want that to be a focus? Has your dev team or have wider teams made changes to that page that so that it's not as usable anymore? It's not as fast anymore. It's not interacting with your users in that way. So I think there's other metrics such as technical SEO, social shares, PR activity, backlinks, all of that that can feed into the success of individual pages. And I don't think it's necessarily about what's on the page all the time. And I think the key here is that I think there's a tendency sometimes in SEO, for example, if your page has fallen in a few ranking positions, it's thinking, oh, what can we do about this page? Can we add more keywords into the page? Can we add a new uh, paragraph of text? Can we add a new section to the page? And it's thinking about these quick, short-term SEO strategies that might work on the short term. I mean, there might be a competitor that has a much longer form blog out there and yours just isn't sort of cutting the mustard anymore and you need to make you need to increase the copy on the page but a lot of the time it's the wider site factors that are actually affecting the ranking of your page it's not necessarily directly what's on the page and you might want to think about looking at it from a longer term SEO strategy and thinking how can we actually improve the site as a whole rather than just focusing on a small collection of pages and and jumping on them to increase rankings. So what are a few things um, that are favourites of yours at the moment in terms of improving the site as a whole? So I would say the, f- the first place to start is to conduct what we call a content audit. There might be different terms of it across different agencies and things like that, but understanding what is on your site 
currently is one of the most useful things I think as as SEO teams and as SEOs if you know the content I think particularly if you've got an older site 10 20 years old there could be stuff on there that's really outdated that isn't really linked to but it could actually be devaluing the whole quality of your site so if you go in start a crawl for example understand all the pages uh, bring in metrics for those pages so I'd recommend uh, clicks impressions backlinks but again, not just SEO metrics. If you bring in stuff like paid traffic, referral traffic, um, social traffic, as many juicy metrics as you can get, things like internal links as well, uh, you can really upgrade your content audit and understand what's on your site. So that would, I would say, would be number one, understand what's on that. And I think that just gives you so much more value in terms of what to do with your next steps. Um, then you could have a lot of, content on there that is actually devaluing your site quality, as I mentioned a second ago. So Google can come to your pages and you might be producing lots of new, fresh, good content. But if Google's come to your your site a lot in the past and it sees that you've got a lot of spammy, low quality content on, on there, it's possibly less likely to index and rank your content in the future. So you have to be, I think, a little bit ruthless with SEO. And I've seen a lot of success with strategies that I've taken where you go in and you strip out a lot of that older low quality content and really then you can see what's left and how you prioritize that so for example you might have some pages in there that have some really good content but maybe you're not quite getting the intent right and maybe you're not you're not quite targeting the keywords so in that way that's how you would increase the quality of individual pages to increase the quality of your site overall maybe going in and updating content making sure again that the intent's right another great way and another thing that uh, we've been factor- factoring in a lot is looking at um, your content strategy, looking at content clusters and things like that, and how you can build out the quality of your site using content clusters. So see what's out there on your site already. Do you have a lot of things on similar uh, topics that don't actually link together. So can you capitalize that and think of a way to structure all these articles so they naturally link together? All of that sort of stuff is is great for increasing the quality of your overall site. Again, obviously tech related things, making sure your site is fast, it's usable. And all of these things, they require a lot more work, right? They require a lot more work than a quick keyword research project that's going to look into a couple of pages and you can just optimize from there. But having that investment and time into doing those longer term strategies, getting the dev team involved, working with other channels, making sure that your user experience of your site is there, all of that sort of stuff is what's going to foster that long term growth and and where we've seen a lot of success. To use the phrase spammy, low quality content, how do you actually define if something is spammy, low quality? So... If it's thin content, I know audited a lot of site in, sites in the past and you go to the page, it's not providing, it's not very long for one thing. So, so less than what, two, 200 words? Yeah, I would say that that feeds into it. But we, again, that's sort of a very general phrase. We don't want to get too bogged down with word, co- with word count because obviously that's, um, that's one of those things. But I think if you read the content and it doesn't fit with your niche, it's not really going into particular depth. It's very sort of top level. You're not targeting anything in particular with it. I think it's hard to give a generalized definition of that, but I think you can tell sometimes when you read content, 
if you as a user wouldn't engage with that and if you're if you're reading it particularly as an industry expert or you know your client very well you you can usually go to the page and think oh this this seems low quality this seems old you know if it's outdated information that possibly isn't relevant anymore or can't be updated that's the kind of thing that you that in our opinion you could bin off as well and you also touched on a couple of other channels, paid and social as well. So do paid and social actually provide metrics that are useful for making SEO decisions? Uh, I think so. I think so in our experience. Obviously, you know, we've seen particularly on working with large news publishers and things like that. If a particular article is getting a lot of social traction, it's being shared about, it's being talked about a lot, that does affect its SEO performance. It affects its likelihood to rank in Google News. It affects its likelihood to rank in Discover and its organic search rankings as well in terms of evergreen and short-term content too. So I'd say Google definitely looks at these metrics outside the board as well. In terms of paid, obviously it's a much different strategy, but I think the key there is if a particular page, a particular white paper, a particular blog has seen success with paid in the past, but it's not being used anymore, can you repurpose it for SEO and think about how you could use that in terms of future SEO success? So I think that's the key about a content audit as well. It's not just finding what's bad it's finding or what's finding what's really good. It's finding those ones in the middle as well that I think are the key um, that you can update, you can refresh, you can look at those metrics of your ranking on page two or three. Um, what can you do with that content? to make it start to rank better. And the key there, again, isn't just looking at that individual piece of content, it's looking at your site as a whole entity and and how you can optimise further there. So how do you alert yourself uh, as to whether or not there might be an issue with your site? I mean, for instance, do you have some kind of traffic light system, some kind of uh, visibility score that um, guides you as to whether or not there might be an issue? So in terms of visibility scores and things, obviously use tracking tools, use analytics, use search console, keeping up with if you are seeing, again, fluctuations in rankings, you're seeing up and downs in traffic. I think if you see it's about trends um, and that's the way we look at it. If you if there's an individual page that's seeing some fluctuations and it's not making too much of an impact on the whole site, that's something to keep an eye on and be aware of. And you should have a key set of, in my opinion, you should, you should have a key set of keywords that you track day to day that are key to your client, they're key to your business, whatever. But I think the, the wider look at it is a downward trend. And I think that's an indication that something might be actually wrong with your site as a whole rather than what's wrong with an individual page and i think that's where the alert signals can be going off if you it's i don't think it's healthy and i don't think it's particularly productive to watch like week on week traffic day on day traffic things going up and down because there could be so many other factors in that but if you've been monitoring traffic for the last couple of months and you're seeing a downward trend look at how Google is indexing your pages, use tools like Search Console to see whether there are actually a lot of your new, if you've been doing a new content strategy, for example, see if it's actually being indexed and see if it's actually being served to users in the correct way, because there might be a deeper issue issue there and you need to run some tests on understanding, yeah, is your content being indexed? Is your content being seen by Google? Again, have you made 
big wide site changes, but you haven't changed the content of your pages, it could still be affecting the user journey. It could still be affecting things like click-through rate. If you've made a change to your page structure and users are now coming to your pages and not liking that and not interacting with it um, and clicking away, that's obviously going to affect search performance as well. So it's, again, working with wider teams and thinking about the bigger picture and not getting too siloed in SEO and keywords and making individual optimizations, but thinking about the site as a whole and thinking about how different people within your team and how your customers are interacting with the site and try and formulating your strategies around there. Does that mean that you, you don't particularly like following Google algorithm changes? No, I wouldn't say that's the case. I think we definitely need to be prepared for Google algorithm changes, and it's really important to be on top of those. For example, obviously, with the recent uh, helpful content update, I think there was a lot of talk beforehand that this was going to be huge, and there was almost it seemed like there was almost a panic. And I think even within our own teams, it wasn't panic, but it was definite thought of, okay, have we analysed the site content? Do we know what's happening with all of our clients? Are we on top of that? But there wasn't the same impact that we expected off of the helpful content update, but that's not to say that we can all sigh and go, Whew, that's, you know, it didn't affect us. I think you have to be up to date with the, these things because that shows a fundamental change in the way that Google is looking at how they process sites in general. So the helpful content update is obviously moving more towards EAT. It's moving more towards the general uh, structure of your site, how it works together. It's moving more towards backlinks, authority, all of that, which I personally think are fostered more by long-term SEO strategies. So I think it's almost the opposite. It's almost all of Google's update recently seem to be going after the the general site quality, right? It's not just any, it's not about any more keyword density and stuffing keywords in pages and making sure content is super long form for the sake of it. It's actually looking at quality and what users want. So I say it's super important to stay on top of algorithm updates, but also in the same brushstroke, I think if you have a quality site, if you're writing for your users, um, if you're looking at your site overall, if you know the content that's on there, if, you, if you're confident everything on your site is great and it has a purpose and it has a use and you're not just creating new content for the sake of it, I think it seems like the most recent Google updates, we can be pretty certain that we're not going to be too affected by that. So I'd say there's there's lots of different arguments for it. I think it's it's moving away from the panic, but definitely being aware of algorithm updates is really important. So you've shared what SEO should be doing in 2023. Now let's talk about what SEO shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive, something that SEO shouldn't be doing in 2023? Um, so I think the key here, and this is a bit of a buzzword at the moment, and I'm sure a lot of people reference it, but machine learning content and chat GTP, I think it's a big buzzword at the moment and it could save a lot of time. And I think there is a place for it in SEO strategies. It can be valuable in terms of trying to come up with new niches to go after, trying to come up with new ideas, but you always need that human touch. And I think this is where it fosters into a quick win SEO strategy versus a long-term SEO strategy. If you're using ChatGTP to produce loads of content targeting every single keyword that you might think be relevant to your brand and posting it really quickly on your site, I think Google's going to end up getting wise to that. So 
in terms of jumping on machine learning and using it just to churn out content to your site, I think that is counterproductive in the way that it's almost against a long-term SEO strategy. You're not thinking about creating a content strategy or creating a transactional page strategy to actually foster your user base, thinking about all the all the elements of your funnel and how users actually use and interact with your site and interact with your content. To me, it seems like some people just want to use it to churn out content for the sake of it. So it's thinking about, I think the core is thinking about long-term SEO strategies and moving away from just thinking about quick wins and getting content out in the site, uh, on your sites. And I think that is hard to do in some ways. Obviously, I think as SEOs, we've all, we've all experienced client pressure, senior management pressure going, show us the value of SEO. You've been working with us for six months and we haven't seen any upturns yet. And it's very seductive to go for those quick wings and low hanging fruit and try and do something by churning out loads of content and suggesting loads and loads of recommendations. But I think in a way that can be, of course, that's part of the strategy and that can that can feed in well. But what's going what what you're going to see with long term sustainable growth is that bigger picture SEO strategy that looks at your site in, as a whole. Look how looks how users are interacting with your site and how other teams are interacting with your site and developing that on the on the long term. So yeah, ChatGTB, I think is very interesting and it does hold a place, but I think we do have to be careful with it. And content at the moment should definitely have a human touch and you should really be thinking about what you're publishing on your site rather than just publishing for the sake of it. Hope Anderson is an SEO manager at Symmetrical and you can find her over at symmetrical.com. Hope, thanks so much for adding your additional insight to SEO in 2023. Thank you. I've been your host, David Bain, and you've been listening to SEO in 2023 Additional Insights, a majestic series that complements the original SEO in 2023 podcast, video series, and book. Find out more over at seoin2023.com. <laughs>